Chillax, a Singapore podcast where you listen to this our boy read interesting news and give his thoughts about it. We are at our second episode already and I think it has been interesting. This is a podcast that I decided to, to create, you know, just wanting to share my opinions on things and read news. I mean, after all, during secondary school and poly, all your teachers keep on saying like, hey, you need to read more news. I mean, then now I'm reading news. So hopefully my teacher here hears this and see this podcast. And she'll be proud of me. <laughs> but anyway, I'm not a teacher's pet. So yeah, I would describe this podcast as like a, you know, a rubbish truck on fire. Like I mentioned in the previous episode. It's just not highly produced. Just me talking to the $20 mark, you know. But if you're listening to this, so far what I've seen, right, in the first episode, it's like three person has has watched this but it's barely 20 minutes it's only one minute long but it's still good enough actually i mean as i keep doing this it will get better maybe my presentation style will be more exciting and elaborate or this will going to be very chill and relaxed still not quite sure where i'm going to take this though but you know being too hyper is also not so good isn't it it's like very energy consuming like it kind of sucks my energy out I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not really kind of an introvert. I'm not, I'm not an extrovert, that's what I mean. You know, I can't just go crazy. But what is more important here is that you all want to listen to the interesting news, right? And the most interesting news has been the saga of Alvin Ng versus Patrick Lee. And, and you know, once in a, once in a while, we kind of just delve into the long-forgotten land of Singapore drama. It just pops up in our radar. Like, I don't know, how many, you guys, how, how many of you guys still watch our local television shows? I, I, I don't though, it's like, I, I, I go back home and I just turn on my computer. I don't even turn on my TV at all. I mean, I don't even have a, I mean, the TV is in the living room. And who watches, who uses me watch to watch television? Like, no, nobody, right? Like, unless you are like an old person or something. But, sometimes, this kind of news crop up. And I suppose this kind of like, is only relevant to those who are like, either you are 25 and above. Any, anything below that, you kind of don't know what is happening in the local television drama scene, right? Like, you don't really watch as much television as the old people used to. But this is quite interesting. This is quite an interesting beef that got started when Alvin went on his Guo Liang's talk show, The Eater Circle, on April 7, 2021. And it's quite smart though. It, it, it's, quite a, it, it's quite a smart show. It's like, I think they, like, Mediacorp kind of figure out, realized that, you know, in, in order to appeal to more people and perhaps a younger audience, they need to make shows that are more authentic, where, they, where the actors show their true self, their authentic self, just like you know, on on YouTube or live streaming, people shows kind of their personal side, isn't it? And this really kind of taps into that. And kudos to, to them. I mean, I think I I think they have made a hit. You kind of see these videos get shared around on YouTube. I seen it trending in YouTube most of the time. So that's not too bad. That's not too bad. So I think in what the news said is, while in the hot seat, Alvin revealed that he was once bullied by an Taiwanese actor on set 
Well, Elvin did not name names. There were enough identifiers in the conversation that all eyes landed on one, Patrick Lee, a name most Singaporeans had not heard of. Lee is a 41 years old actor, host, model, and actor. Oh, that's a lot of things. That's a lot of things. I mean, I, I never call myself so much, you know, I'm just an, a digital executive. But I mean, you call yourself so much, okay? But okay. If you have seen this article on Mothership, and you have seen these guys, how this, how this guy look, I don't know who is he at all, you know, before this, before this saga happened. And what I see is this typical chat, you know, the typical buff lot. He's like your secondary school bully that goes to the gym to lift weights and become super buff. He, exact, he looks exactly like, like that. It reminds me of those people in secondary school. And you know deep down right, he has a fragile ego only because his father abuses him at home. And you know, you, 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 I mean in hindsight, you know, at this age, almost gonna reach 30 really, you kind of like want to empathize with these kind of people, right? You know they have a bad childhood. But the fact is that he's an asshole and he, and he bullied people and he still continues to do so and, makes, and, you make you, and it kind of makes you realize that, you know, he probably deserves it. Like, he really deserves no compassion for the fact that he, he bullied you in secondary school and just, just, just caused so much trauma in your life, right? But okay, anyway, this sounds way too real, but okay, that didn't happen to me before, okay? But it sounds like, it sounds real, right? It's like, this is what happened. You, you, I'm quite sure you have seen this before or you have even been in this kind of situation, right? Like, it's this kind of people. And they continue to do these kind of things. They, I, think, I think acting right, can be a job where bullies, egoistic people gra graduate into. But I mean, that's not to say that they are, everybody is egoistic in, 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 in the drama industry, right? Or in the showbiz industry. There are some nice people, I suppose. But I mean, it's a place for ego people to, egoistic people to graduate into as a real life job and continue to gain fame and bully other people and just step on other people. I mean, that's the kind of situation in, in, it's kind of similar to the American situation, right? All these crazy people, all these bullies becomes policemen so that they can control other people. But that's that. Let's continue on the news in response to the accusations, you know, to, to Elvin saying that he got bullied. Lee's management released the following statement. The truth speaks for itself. Staff who were on set can attest to what really happened and we will not be commenting further on this matter. I don't know, that's a good non-answer, I suppose. Not agreeing or denying it, just pushing the responsibility to the people on set. Well, I don't know. If you are, I mean, if you are so sure about his character, then you would have said, like, he never bullied, right? Why are you saying this kind of stuff? I mean, it's clearly, it clearly shows, you know. But Lee's agent also described the Taiwanese actor as polite and gracious. Dang, your best friend telling you, saying that you are polite and gracious? Sure, I mean, I don't know who will believe it, but sure. And added that he does not believe such an incident had occurred between Lee and Ng, which is Patrick Lee, the Taiwanese, and Alvin Ng. So the saga was further fueled by when Lee posted to his socials sarcastically congratulating Elvin for becoming a little more famous. So you can clearly see this is a bastard, you know. This, this is the kind of asshole that, that never grows up. 
and keep on trying to bully other people online like like come on man your, e- your ego is so fragile like you train so much then your ego is so small like, like, like what's the point right and the saga has turned into a wider conversation on bullying within the entertainment industry in part precipitated by the dogged pursuits of Singapore's Chinese media who has been interviewing numerous artists on the subject so it seems like there's a wider bullying problem in the entertainment industry that is worth talking about I mean at the end of the day all this sounds like it's like a secondary school politics you know like your children politics where you know I hate you you hate me then you bully me you bully that person like I think maybe all these people right who are engaged in this drama in secondary school or poly right they just graduate into this job they just they just enjoy this so much that they need to continue doing this kind of job and that they continue doing this kind of acts and eventually this is the kind of job that allows that or maybe you also see in in office you, know, you also have seen this kind of people right some people just thrive on this kind of situations like they enjoy it so much that's why some workplaces are so toxic isn't it yeah so and, and i think the showbiz world is just like a essentially it's like an extension of secondary school life and i don't know what to say about this though like 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 is is local entertainment still relevant at all is it still relevant i don't know like do you still watch it i mean i don't watch it for sure but but it's like the 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 real question here is they still earn they're still earning a lot of money though i mean you see them do all these advertising deals it's a lot and and at the end of the day advertisers still are advertising at on tv because there are still people watching it and they are and all these actors are earning money even though they are not in our frame of awareness and we kind of consider consider them as not popular or irrelevant but they are still relevant to the advertisers to to the few group of people who still watches television but i can't remember like in the past like where singaporean drama is like a huge thing are you like you know every the 7 p.m slot was always the the blockbusters the blockbuster spot where you know you have this crazy very pop like you know very interesting drama series and all the cast on the drama series also toured around singapore like shopping malls and they signed and they sold albums soundtracks of the of the show signed stuff and that was very interesting back then but i mean now who cares right it's like i don't know though i suppose they're earning less they might not be earning as much but i would think we just kind of wait and see and and and, and really just it'll be interesting to see where this goes you know are they gonna die out and face out i don't think so i mean there will always still be people watching television but like 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 i I suppose there are still money to be made though we we will we shall see we shall see like you know where this goes in the future and then let's just move on to the next news something that's related on a related note unorthodox prizes the star award should maybe consider this is an article on mothership and it's a sponsored article to promote the star award show if you didn't know the star award show it's like the kind of annual show where they give awards to Singaporean actors 
and I think it's quite popular. It's like it's been it's lasted a, like for a very long time since like two thousand or something, even way before that as well. Where you know you I think before the internet age really rise, you know, all of us when we were still watching television, this is kind of like an annual event, isn't it? We sit down with our family and we watch this show and just try and pray that you know our favorite actor gets the award. But I don't know, that's, that's, as I grew up and I watched this show, this just felt like a music, musical chair, isn't it? How many actors are there in Singapore? It's not tons of them, isn't it? And it's just like, it's always that same few people who get it. And they just rotate around like the awards, like, oh, now you get it. Next year, she gets it. And this like, eventually it's like, and they are giving out 10 awards for guys and girls. Isn't that way too much, isn't it? it I mean, you give one that has more meaning. If you give ten, it's like, it's like, I don't know. It just doesn't really make sense. It always just felt like, like a waste of time watching it. Like, do I care? I don't care. And the award is like you're just giving particip. At this point, it just feels like you're giving participatory award to these people. But I mean, that's my opinion. Anyway, that's what. It, what they are saying is that this article talks about the kind of awards that they can consider instead of the lame uh, trophy award. And they talk about some special interesting things like, you know, giving a beanie or whatever, which is odd. But at the end of the day, this article was trying to promote Star Awards. And they said it will be airing on April 18, 2021. And it will be held at Cha- the Changi Airport T4 at the HSBC Rain Vortex at Jewel. So this is something new and does it spices up the show? I, I'm quite sure it does, but does it make me care? No, I don't know. I don't watch any of the TV series, so still don't care. Doesn't really matter. Anyway, let's just see. Let's just continue reading this. They said the show will be hosted by Guo Liang and Chen Li Fong with entertainment provided by both local and overseas stars. So there will be overseas celebs joining live from satellite studios in Hong Kong and Taiwan. Yeah, this is another interesting thing. Not really interesting thing, but another sign that shows that how this show is not exactly truly popular and relevant, isn't it? You need overseas celebs to kind of beef up the show and I suppose give off an international vibe, isn't it? Yeah, but I still don't care though. I mean, that's kind of harsh. But the, really, the question is like, in this age, for the younger generation, who, still does, who, who doesn't watch television, it's like you got so much choices, even if you are older generation, right? You got so much shows to watch. You got Korean shows, you got your Netflix, you got your, you got your uh, Western shows, you got your eSports, your live streamers, and all these things. So many content online that you can always watch. You can watch Taiwanese shows as well, Dave, and China shows. They are all on YouTube for free, you know, like all these Taiwanese and China shows. It's like, it's crazy. They are posting it on YouTube for free, which doesn't really make sense. But so much content. Why watch Singapore shows? Like, are they really that interesting? I don't think so, though. Other countries, one is always more interesting for some reason. That's why you see that they always paired up their TV schedule with all these Taiwanese shows. Because if you don't watch it, I mean, if it's not there, nobody is going to watch it. 
reality TV in Singapore is like just not there, I guess. Yeah. So I suppose that's that. That's the end of the celebrity talk. Um, let's move on to something much more positive then, instead of me <laughs> just criticizing them. Thundery showers expected to persist in Singapore on most days for second half of April 2021. I think our world, world is gonna just, you know, it's like you can kind of see the climate change problem happening already, right? Normally, in, okay, this is good news, okay, okay, this thundery showers means cool weather. But on the, on the negative note, you can kind of see that it's like, usually these kind of things doesn't happen, you know. It happens like, from what I remember, January, right? January is the cold days or December. Around the winter time in other countries. And, and, and it's odd that it's happening in April. That never happened at all. Or maybe, or maybe I'm just not remembering it correctly. But they say these conditions are expected to persist through May 2021. On a few rainy days, the daily minimum temperature could reach a low of around 22 degrees Celsius. That's great. It's below <laughs> your aircon, aircon degrees, right? Usually aircon is like 25. Or maybe it's like 22. So that's the same as aircon. And I suppose this is a good opportunity to break out your thick sweater <laughs> that you bought when you, go to when you go overseas. You can wear it now in Singapore for these few days. And you can start to see some weird people start wearing like what, double-breasted suit or something. I used to see this, I've I seen this happen before though. Like, like why the fuck are you wearing <laughs> double-breasted suit? Like, I think I was, you, you were suck, suffocate from that. It's like so tight and, and it's like, it looks weird, you know, on the Asian. I don't think Asian can wear double-breasted suit. It's like, it's like it looks ugly as shit. I mean, blazer still okay, but double-breasted suit is a bit pushing it really. Yeah. And I think sometimes, you know, cool weather is always a good thing. Like, it's nice to sleep in. And then, like, you know, you really cherish these kind of moments because most of the time it's just hot and sunny, isn't it? And, like, whenever, like, whenever you look at your colleagues overseas, they also got cold weather, you know. If you work with like, international colleagues, you can see they say right now they are having some snowing for some reason, which is weird. But it's so nice compared to Singapore. But it's, it's one of those situations where, you know, you really crave for this cold weather, snowy weather. But when you go there as a, on a holiday, you go on a winter and you instantly regret it. Because it's too cold. I mean, you are too used to the hot weather in Singapore. And you realize that hot weather is much better than cold weather. Too hot is terrible. But just the right amount of heat is good. But when you go to cold weather, it's just pain you know every day is pain it's not fun yeah but i mean it's nice for the first few days but afterwards it's just annoyance and that's that next fast and furious 9 director confirms rumor of franchise going to space so we are talking about entertainment overseas entertainment news now not local anymore but i mean kind of spice things up isn't it so they did research with rocket scientists and they just confirmed they are going to space. Frankly speaking, you know, Fast and Furious is like, I don't know. I think at the start it was like just racing cars, right? 
and, and I think at one point, at, at one inflection point as superheroes movie was rising, some idiot in the show must have thought like, hey, let's make it more and more like a superhero show because definitely it looks like a superhero show. Like you do some crazy shit, you know, like, like, like they are able to drive the car off the cliff and you have, and you have planes carrying this, 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 these cars like flying off, you know, and they, they get to use some special magnet and repel. If you look at the trailer, they can do some weird shit. They can repel stuff. They can, they can, they can like attract like big cars and whatever. And and you have people jumping through windows from third floor and they still don't die. I mean that's what superheroes are, right? I mean it's crazy. It's like it feels more and more like a superhero movie. And and what the news says is that after about a year of delay due to COVID nineteen pandemic. I mean, Fast and Furious 9 is slated to hit the big screens this year. The ninth film of the Fast Saga is directed by returning director Justin Lin, who helmed the second to sixth iteration, including the Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Okay, well, I'm kind of convinced Tokyo Drift was quite a good show. I, I still don't understand why, but my guess is that you have a very good cast of characters and at the same time it's Tokyo. Everybody just loves Japan and just racing cars and drifting is such a such a cool concept, isn't it? And 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 the theme song, I mean so popular, people still listen to it until this day. Yeah. So if you are wondering if Lin addressed the running rumor of F9 going to space, well he did. I mean Lin Diesel, John Cena and Michelle Rodriguez Rodriguez, who were also part of the press conference, laughed and they confirmed that the rumor was true and they really took it seriously. In fact, Lin said that he had to talk to rocket scientists to add the element of space into the film. Research was done. Oh my god. How much research was that, seriously? I, I mean, I'm quite sure they, don't, they did, haven't done any research at all. Like maybe just they just ask like can you do this can you do that but they don't delve into the specifics it's like it's like this is a fast and furious show it's like a superhero movie show isn't it i mean there's nothing you don't need to be so real about it right yeah so this is quite funny and and, and i think i think one of the biggest thing about this show is that i can't believe this has been running for so long you know like I seen this in two thousand when I was like in primary school, and now it's still running. It's, it's insane, and it's always funny, you know. We will we'll watch Fast and Furious trailer. It 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 just reveals the entire plot points, like all the action scenes. They just stuff it in there. Literally every single action scene, they put it in there. They cut it a small snippet of it. They put it in there. Like like I think it's interesting. It's, it's like it's like Fast and Furious trailer are on a class of its own. And it really shows, you know, the difference, like, like this is not a, a show about story, this is a show about action, and every single action scene is stuffed in there, and, and, and it's just to attract you there, and make you watch this exciting show, where there's no story at all. I mean, they have some semblance of a story about family, and, I mean, I suppose that's that, like, like, I don't know, do, you, do, do people watch it for the family's concept? For the family stuff, I suppose it does, right? But I mean, they just keep rehashing the same stuff. It's always oh, some brother, 
that is like that 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 nobody knows about comes comes up as a as a new villain or some nephew or some uncle or whatever. It's always like that. Yeah, it's always family feud. And you just slowly explore the whole family that and eventually you realize the family is just one big pile of mess, you know. Yeah. Okay, so on another on another note, um funny overseas news. This is something that is very, very funny and very interesting that I found on Mothership as well. Japanese men arrested for allegedly st- stealing women's shoes to sniff them. <laughs> uh, a man in Japan has been arrested for allegedly sw- swapping out women's old shoes with brand new versions and taking the old pairs for himself. I mean, okay, first of all, this is weird. Second, I mean, he's quite nice, isn't he? I mean, he didn't really steal. Okay, so how do you qualify this? If you take the shoes and you swap it out with a new one, is that considered stealing? And I mean, he's replacing new shoes for him, you know. I'm, I'm assuming he's replacing it, replacing it with the same size. Shouldn't the girls be happy? But I mean, it feels weird. Lah. I mean, it's like, is this considered stealing? I, I'm not sure. I suppose it's still stealing, right? Yeah. You're stealing the old shoes and you're gifting a new one. So that's still considered stealing. But this is weird, seriously. Like, like how does this make sense? Okay, let, okay, let me continue with the news. And we will kind of get more information out of this. So this dude, 33 years old, confessed to taking shoes so you could smell them. Smell, you know, smell. The office worker from this city in Aichi is believed to have stolen about 20 pairs of shoes of different styles, boots, flats, loafers, and heels. Okay, I guess he has taste, right? He has a varied taste. He doesn't have an obsession with one kind of shoes. The police suspect that this guy targeted his victims in advance. Oh, there's some sort of pre-planning involved and purchased shoes identical to theirs before performing the swap, reported the Tokyo reporter. Dang, this guy is like planning and all these kind of things, you know. Buying the same shoes. Where, how do you identify these shoes? How is it even possible? Does he work at the shoe shop? I mean, he's quite an expert, isn't he? Being able to identify the exact identical one. His spree came to an end when a when three years old music teacher noticed that her old worn-in shoes that she wore to work suddenly looked and felt new at the end of the day. Some Japanese workers changed into slippers while working and donned their proper shoes only for commuting. She contacted the police over the matter and when the person was arrested, he was surprisingly forthcoming. It's not a mistake, he said according to Dora News 24, I wanted to smell the scent of women's shoes. Okay, so first of first of all, let's talk about the 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 twenty three year old music teacher whose worn in shoes got stolen. I don't know how is contacting the police over the matter a first response. Like, how does that happen? Like, how does that make sense at all? Like, one day you go to work, your shoes is a I mean wasn't there, and you got replaced with a new shoes, and and the first thing you do you immediately report to the police. Like, I know, right? I mean, this person might, might be a little weird or so. <laughs> I don't know. That might be true. Like, 
first thing you do, maybe it's common in Japan. So the this kind of weird things happen. You first thing you do, you report the police. I don't know. We can't judge her. But anyway, this is weird though. Like 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 this is such a weird act. Like like this fetish. You know, have you have you all ever wonder how does this fetish come about? Like what kind of family or childhood environment must you go through to to obtain this 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 fetish like like do you do you have to go through a traumatic like abusive parent to get that but or or or, or suppose like in this abusive relationship maybe shoes are involved i suppose that's that then you always get hit by the shoes then you have that smell then you kind of want to relieve that traumatic experience but that doesn't sound logical so what other things can really trigger this kind of fetish and create this fetish like i don't know like what is there i mean if you have any thoughts about this you can just leave it down in the comments below if you are watching this on youtube but this is just like i always wonder you know how do you create this kind of fetish like this doesn't look very interesting this doesn't look very like arousing right like sniffing them that's weird but this seems to be quite i wouldn't say this is common but this does occur this kind of fetish does happen and i have a direct example for this i have a friend the sister sells worn socks so so this this thing is how this thing works is she has a private not really private she has a separate personal uh, 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 account where she just posts it pics which is which is odd but it's a business so what she does is she sell worn socks so socks that are worn in really wear really for like three days or something so how this thing works is that she will exercise in those socks for three days and not wash it and the person and there will be some guy who who, who buys it from her for like what 50 to over a hundred dollars and, and and let me tell you this is not something that is like very casual this is a real business transaction there are steps involved in it there are requests made it's not like oh i want to buy those socks then i then you wear it then you send it to me it's like there are special requests you know for this one it was quite specific to exercise in for three days in it and just send it over and when they send it over it's not as simple as just chopping it into your like your shopee or lazada um mail bag right it's there's a way that you have to seal it you, you, you have to make it airtight and make it so that the smell doesn't escape the the package so it retains i suppose freshness and it's like it's like vacuum packing you know like you're packing meat <laughs> which is i don't know what to say about that but that was weird right when i heard it and and you know actually i think this is quite a good business isn't it you wear the socks for three days it's minimal effort you are going to exercise every day isn't it if you are going for exercise you're going to wear it and you're selling for 50 dollars i mean sometimes you can even go upward of that isn't it like and that's easy bunny isn't it like the socks like a dollar this your cost your profit is 49 dollars and if you're selling for 100 your profit is 99 dollars that's that's a huge margin like 
I don't know how you're going to scale it up. So the first thing, you know, as a former business student or as a business executive, when you hear this, right, the first thing my thought is, okay, it's weird. But the second thought is, how can we scale this thing up? You know, how? How? Right? I don't know. Maybe you can, I don't know, buy fake sweat or something. Then you just put this on the sock. But she's quite legit because apparently, I think there's, there's stores selling this kind of fake sweat or whatever, smell or whatever to make it look, smell real. But she's quite authentic in terms of how she does it. She does it for real. So she exercises in it, which is quite commendable, I guess. But come on, I, I don't understand this at all. And there are random guys just hitting up girls, you know, on IG making weird requests. So I think this is something that I think a lot of guys don't really experience. Like, like, like a lot of weird people are on Instagram and asking for weird stuff, which is something that is like, I don't know, why though, why? But anyway, that's the end of the show. Can't believe this. This is longer than the previous one, the three minutes. But whoever that is watching this, I I don't know. Thanks for watching. I I so stay tuned for the next one next week. So have a good day, guys.